Hey, Tidbitters! Welcome to this episode of the Audio Tidbits Podcast, better known as Audio Tidbits. I have a kind of a confession to make. When I did the last episode, I was pretty well committed to changing everything on Audio Tidbits. So how did I proceed? I removed all of the past episodes, and that turned out to be a very poor decision. Number one reason, listeners. Of course I knew that listeners have opinions, they have ideas, they have thoughts about what should be and what should not be on audio tidbits, but I certainly hadn't expected such a negative response to removing the past content. The upshot of the whole thing was that it was a big mistake. Put it back, put it back. And, of course, I put it back. So, all of the past content for audio tidbits, at least most of it, is back again. And you can peruse it at your leisure, or not peruse it, It's your choice, but nonetheless, by popular demand, it's there. That's reason number one. Reason number two is the great Google God. I don't know if you're totally aware of the fact that Google, from time to time, sends its bot around to check out audio tidbits. And it gives audio tidbits a search score. Basically saying, this is a good website, this is a useless website, this is an important website, this is an irrelevant website, except it has some kind of a fancy algorithm to make that decision. Well, when the great Google God came around and looked at audio tidbits with all of its past content missing, it went, duh, what happened here? And was somewhat punitive. So, in order to appease the great Google God, I have put all of the content back. Now, when it comes around, it says, oh, wow, look at that, and all is well. Oh, well, for the listeners then, and for the great Google God, all of the content has returned, and presumably all is well. So, I'm going to continue my plan to revise and reform audio tidbits, but the old content will stay. So, there you go. With that little piece of business out of the way, I was listening to some podcasts and news stories that were talking about the national debt. and that President Biden intends to, or hopes to at least, pursue some funding kinds of things that would increase the national debt by about $3 trillion. That's trillion with a T. And on the surface of things, that sounds ridiculous. It sounds totally absurd. When the government is already some $20 trillion or so in debt, why would you want to add to that with no real prospect of how to pay it off 
Now, he says that he's going to raise taxes on really rich people, really wealthy people, and over time that will pay off the $3 trillion. Also, one of the things that we miss out on sometimes is that the expectation is that that $3 trillion would be spent over 10 years, which, if my math is correct, (laughs) it may not be. Uh, That would be $300 billion uh, each year for the next 10 years. So $300 billion added to the national debt this year doesn't seem like such a bad thing. But anyway... The idea is that we are expected to think that an increase in the national debt is a really bad thing, that we shouldn't do that. So anytime you hear a news story about it, it says $3 trillion spent, $3 trillion increased national debt. A couple of podcasts that I've been listening to, though, gave me what was a somewhat different perspective that I still am not sure that I understand, but I've been thinking about it. They indicated that the issue is comparing it to our individual budgets. And if I were in debt for $3 trillion, it wouldn't make any difference because nobody's ever going to be able to collect it anyway. And I guess that's kind of the fear for the government, that it might get so much in debt that it defaults, that it can't pay off its debt. The key, though, is that the government never will pay off its debt. Governments don't do that. They don't pay off their debt. They simply pay off the interest, and the interest rate, the interest rate right now is really quite low. So borrowing money, if that's what you're going to do, is pretty much of a bargain. It's a kind of a borrower's market, if you will. So, number one is the notion of, is the government going to pay off its debt? You and I might think, if we're in debt, that we'll pay it off someday. But the government isn't going to and never intends to. Uh, Governments never have paid off their debt, maybe someplace, sometime, but generally they don't. They manage their debt. And... The notion is that here is the way it works. During the bad times, when the economy is just sluggish and not working real well, as has been true for the past year or so, it's time for the government to increase its debt. What it does is basically put more money, more buying power out there for the consumer, for business, for other folks who will in turn spend that money, thus requiring more production, thus requiring higher employment, and the cycle goes in a positive kind of direction. The economy is better. When the economy is better, people pay more taxes without raising taxes, just more taxes are paid. And the effect is that the amount that the government went into debt is offset by the improvement in the economy. It's like a business says, I'm going to borrow a billion dollars, and I expect to make a billion and a half dollars. We would probably say, go for it. 
and assuming that your expectation is met, that will be a very good deal. You will have done okay. It was a good idea to borrow the billion dollars uh, because now the billion and a half that you have, you can pay off your debt and still have a half a billion dollars left over. That would be okay. Uh, I think we all do that. We buy a house under the assumption that someday we'll sell it and get our money back, uh, that it's a, quote, good investment. Well, for the government, it's just managing its debt. It goes up, and sometimes it actually goes down. But it may not go down in terms of the number of dollars. It goes down relative to the gross national product. How productive is the country? If the, uh, if the national debt is a percentage of the gross national product of the total production uh, and stays at about that same level over time, then that works out just fine. The government is doing what the government ought to do. So I think that the point is that when the government goes in debt, it's not like you and I going into debt. It's simply a fiscal management policy that gives the government the opportunity to increase the resources available in the economy to stimulate or increase production. Uh, uh, if production gets, if there, it's not production, if the amount of money that the government puts into the economy gets to be too much, and that's kind of one of the anxieties people have now. If there's too much money and not enough stuff to buy, then the price of what's available tends to go up. People will pay more and more for the same thing. Uh, and inflation happens. If inflation happens, then government also has some ways of dealing with that. It can raise the interest rate. It can decrease funding uh, of things, which is probably not too likely. But the big thing it can do is to decrease its borrowing, just not borrow so much money, which has the effect of taking money out of the economy. So if we think about government debt in the same way we think about our own debt, it's our personal liability, we're making a mistake, according to these economists that I was listening to. Uh, when the government goes in debt, it's simply a fiscal management strategy. And what they are, what is being argued about right now is not so much the increase in the debt, although that's what we hear. The folks who are kind of against the big expenditure talk about the national debt and how the national debt's going to go up, probably because that's politically popular. It's a good argument point. Whether it's valid or not is a whole other question, but it has a certain kind of personal appeal to most of us in some, you know, personalized kind of way. Uh, but the real issue that they're concerned about is that there's going to be too much money, three billion trillion dollars out there floating around, chasing too few goods, that production will not increase at the same level as the expenditure. If that happens, then they are concerned that inflation will raise, uh, will go up, and that 
uh, from most perspectives, would be a bad thing. So the argument, to a large extent, is not really over the national debt. The argument is over inflation and whether or not the economy will expand enough to absorb all of that additional money. If it does, then it was a super good investment and also fixes a lot of things that need fixed, like roads and bridges and buildings and water supplies and you know all kinds of infrastructure types of things, along with broadband and other important things uh, to people. So I think that, for me at least, uh, when I hear an argument on one side or the other, I'm going to start taking it with a bigger grain of salt. Uh, understanding that just thinking about the national debt is pretty narrow-minded. It doesn't take in the full scope of what the fiscal policy may or may not be, should or shouldn't be, but rather tries to personalize it back to individuals, back to you and me, which is not appropriate. Government financing and personal financing are two different ball games altogether, I think. So that's not to say whether the $3 trillion is too much or maybe even not enough. Uh, but it's simply to say that when we think about it, we should perhaps change our mindset, change the perspective, change our way of thinking about whether national debt and inflation and government spending and those kinds of things are all interrelated or whether we should look at them separately. I'm beginning to think that they are very interrelated and looking at one and making our judgment based on that is probably a perspective that's not very useful and is not nearly sophisticated enough for something as complicated as government policy. Uh, at any rate, that's kind of my little rant for today. And uh, I'm still thinking about it, so I, I haven't come to any real clear conclusion, but maybe you have. If you have, you can share it with the rest of us. We would really appreciate it. It would be nice if someone could just tell us, this is the way it is, that's correct, and show us some convincing evidence uh, that their position is far better than any other position. If you know uh, anybody who can do that, uh, I suspect they're out there, you know, uh, stating their position. Probably nobody's listening or nobody's believing. One of the things about, you know, being in the United States is I'm not sure that, uh, uh, for me at least, and maybe for you, but at least for me, I'm not sure I'd know the truth if someone told it to me. So there you go. At any rate, be well, do well, and most importantly, stay safe. Thanks for listening.
Music by Kevin McLeod.